0: Cautions. Amen. Amen. Looking at cautions. And we're jumping on to the next one. Amen. As we're praying, God just drew my mind to something else that <laughs> often what God deems significant is what man would deem mundane. What do I mean Martha is famous I'm sorry Mary Magdalene is famous for breaking the alabaster box over Jesus's feet and pouring out the oil and wiping his feet with her hair now compared to what where is vibrant right? okay. compared to what judas was doing it would almost look as Mary Magdalene did nothing amen see in man's eyes when it comes to what is significant i mean judas was following jesus judas was the one keeping the offerings in other words he was like the one as said oh, we need to pay for this then jesus would hand over okay this is the amount that's Judas was like the treasurer. Amen. And we know this because the Bible says that when Mary did that, Judas was angry. Why didn't she sell the perfume and rather bring the money? And the Bible says that it was not because of good intentions, but because he was a thief. Amen. Now, the others did not know he was a thief. I want you to just think about that for a second. The Judas was never openly rebellious. As, long as you can be moving with the Judas, and you never know. He never openly rebelled against Jesus. So, in the eyes of everybody, he—in fact—he might have been viewed high because he was trusted. Who would you give money to to keep for you? If not somebody you trust? You. In other words, if Jesus was preaching and he said, Oh, Jesus wants to bless you with that officer, so give it to Judas. <coughs> so sometimes when we think about Judas, we really put him in a certain far place, but I want you to understand how close he was. That's how come he was able to actually betray Jesus with a kiss. Because he was able to get close enough to Jesus that the other disciples did not realize that Judas was betraying him. That's how hard Judas went. If not for the side commentary we get in the word of us knowing what Jesus knew and the things that he said and the warnings that Jesus gave. But think about the whole time Jesus was giving the warnings. The disciples would not understand what going on. Do you understand? Like sometimes you are in a room, you can be saying something. Only the person that has done the thing understands what you are saying. As they happen before. Yeah. Maybe you've done something, but the teacher comes to the classroom, you know that you did it. But everybody is doing like, hey, hey, you have to do some of the A. <laughs> so that you blend inside. But the whole time your heart is beating. Do <laughs> yes. Or a teacher catches you in town. So that There are some of you students here who have been going to town. Uh, who are those? You also have to do that, but you know that you and the teacher know that it's you. <laughs> So that is how it was with Judas, so the whole group could have been oblivious. Because we're talking about the Peter who cut off a soldier's ear. So can you imagine if Peter knew it was Judas? <laughs> cut off the whole face. Okay. <laughs> he, he had Judas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So we're moving on to number two. something that we really need to pray about which is forgetful and ungrateful people amen forgetful and ungrateful people the bible says that god is not unrighteous to forget it means that one of the signs of unrighteousness is forgetfulness amen if you says that God is not unrighteous to forget, it means that if God forgets, He's unrighteous. <coughs> Do you understand? So when you start living a life of forgetfulness, when I say forgetfulness, you forget what people have done for you. You forget how people have been there for you. You begin to live an unrighteous life. And ungrateful life. Now, how do you fight forgetfulness? You have to be deliberate. Amen. It cannot always be that when somebody needs it, they have to tell you that, hey, so if not for me, you will not be saved. But you should be able to remind yourself every time that if not for this person, I will not be saved. If not for this person, I won't have anything to do for God. If not for this person checking up on me, always I'll be like this. It's not the person who is supposed to remind you. You have to make a conscious effort that I will not forget. Hallelujah. So one of the main signs of unrighteousness is forgetfulness. And ungratefulness. Now we look at the story of the lepers. The ten lepers. Now those who were here for the last all night. Who talked about that. Realized that ten lepers came to Jesus. Ten were healed. The Bible says that when they came. he said go and show yourself. To the sky. And As they left, They realized that they were healed. But only one came back to thank Jesus. And when he came back to thank Jesus, he said that, go for your faith has made you whole. Amen. And I was telling them during the last night that it's something that baffled my mind for a long time. What does that mean? Because as far as I knew, once I'm healed, I'm whole. True or... Do you understand? So what did that one have? That deny life? No scars. Hmm? No scars. No scars. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Because God was explaining something to me that if I meet an amputee, his wound, pardon me, his wound may have healed, but he's no whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The wound that came when his arm was cut off may have healed, but he's not whole. Now, the lepers came to him. They might have been healed, which means that leprosy is, is a, an open wound that refuses to heal. So it could be that now their wounds are healed, but you can still see that they were lepers. It could be that their their wounds are healed, which means that they are no longer oozing. But when that one came back, he said that your faith has made you whole, which meant that to be made whole means without blemish, without a subtraction. It means to be complete. Hallelujah. Do you understand? You, how many of you have been in relationships before? How I many of you have been in relationships with people who've had drama before? bro? How I many of you have realized that even though they may have been healed, they were not whole? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! Yeah. So the wholeness could also be even emotional. That now, you won't wake up in the middle of the night but that there is a certain completeness about you. And that comes from just being grateful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us stop at our healing and are never made whole. Because we don't realize where our wholeness came from. Amen. Amen. So it's another thing that we're going to pray about. That God should help us. And we should never forget that we should remember. Remembrance is for us. It's not for God. Amen. When you remember you are blessed. You look at the story of Abigail and Nabal. David helped Nabal's people and he came back to ask for food or something. and Nabal was wicked, wicked and rude and arrogant and David got angry and Abigail had to come and appease David because Nabal forgot and Abigail said he is as his name is which means fool (laughs) do you understand he said he is as his name is now just that act of ungratefulness ended him that was the end of this but that was the end of it could it be that God is blessing you with something we've had people and I can point to countless people that I have even helped in ministry I've helped in even their music careers and when they reach somewhere the spirit of Nibal comes upon them and they forget I've had people who have looked me in my face and said, so what have you done for us that we could not have done on our own? And I have watched one by one as all these ministers have had their ministries come to an end. And so that I will sit somewhere in case you know, but there is a certain spirit that you attract. That puts an end to you when you are ungrateful. Hallelujah. So, forgetfulness is just the first part. But when now you add ungratefulness to forgetfulness, then you are in that suit. Amen. Who can think of anybody else in the world that was ungrateful? Mm-hmm. I guess this is about the problem of the so, uh, servant who had his by the king. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Maybe you know that story, the story of the debtor. Amen. Another perfect example of an ungrateful person. He owed a lot and it was forgiven him. And he thought that ah, now it's my time to go and collect this little so that I can build. Amen. He forgot. He forgot that mercy had been shown him. Amen. amen because Andy was sharing a story with me about a man that was handling one of his projects for him and he had made an arrangement with the pen that I'll give you this amount every month then all of a sudden the pen said give me all my money now he said okay no problem I'll give you a check so that you get can... it." The said, I don't want a check and he showed up with police that they are coming to carry and stop the work that is going on, stolen stolen from me, all these things. The person forgot that he had been given contracts by the same person. So when he called and said, oh, this is what your person has done, all the people said, okay, we have stopped working with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Forgetfulness. Now, all of a sudden, the person who thought he was predator wow. was now begging. The wife has called, oh, please have mercy on. Oh, have you cursed my husband? Have you did it? It's not curses. <coughs> Amen. There are certain things that maybe you are going through and it's just probably because you were ungrateful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For some of you, maybe an uncle <coughs> has paid your fees, has done something and you suddenly get up and then you speak wicked things. Nebal has entered you. Hallelujah! But the Bible says that God is not unrighteous to forget and that has a double meaning. It means that no matter what you do, God is not, he will not forget. The Bible says that he that repays good with evil, evil will never leave his house. How many of you would like evil in your house? Now, years ago, God showed me what the definition of evil is. Amen. The Bible says that Lucifer was in heaven until evil found its way in him. When I learned of that, I said, "Wow, there's something greater than Lucifer." <laughs> You've never seen it, eh? Yeah, <laughs> look at my face. This till evil found its way God described evil as just an absence of God. That's the definition of evil at least from the greek translation that is what it is an absent a void of god so think about the bible is every good and perfect gift comes from above what is hell it's an absence of good so somebody said that if god decides to leave heaven to go and sit in hell hell will become the new heaven and heaven will become the new hell because the moment god leaves heaven every good and perfect thing follows him Hallelujah. So, if it says that when you repay good with evil, evil will never leave your house, it means that the moment you start doing that, God leaves your house. Even with God in our house, how many of you have seen the things that are going on in the house? <laughs> how much more is it? Eh, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Even with God in the house. Jonathan, someone said that with all the evil in the world, it's still better than hell. That if you've got a place and gathered all the evil in the world and put it in one place, it's still better than the, the best place in hell. So we need to pray for grace to remember. And as we are praying, I want you to, to actually just sit down and think and reflect and ask yourself, is there anybody I've been ungrateful to? And for some of you, is a friend. For some of you, it could even be someone that introduced you to Christ. For some of you, it could be somebody that held your hand and brought you to the church you are in that you are blessed in today. For some of you, it could have been a friend that helped you steady for your wasi. That when you finished, you showed wickedness. <laughs> some of you could even be your parents and how ungrateful we've been to them after they suffer and they sweat. You may never understand some of these things till you start working properly. <laughs> Then you understand your parents. like I can go to work and come back. And I, I don't know how my parents did it. Do you understand? You, you may never understand this. Some of as the ungratefulness we've shown and the forgetfulness is to our own parents. So I'm hoping that by the end of tonight's all night, that we go back and we also go and just say, I'm sorry and I want to say thank you. For some of you, you, might have to find a seat and just go and bless somebody that would thank you. If not for you, I never would have met this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We did send Michael a message and so say, thank you so much. <laughs> if not for you, I would not have met it to you. I'm serious, so. It's not Michael I introduced it to you. It was Michael. Who was it? Yeah, Mike was also in there as well. Holy, happy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I hear you heard our very happy. Hey, <laughs> yeah. praise the Lord. Amen. 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 The way the eyes are doing screensaver saver in this place there. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So we really need to pray. The implications for ungratefulness, the implications for forgetfulness are too brave to take for granted. Because as you are Say, God, may I never reach the point. These are the things I'm saying. Some of you are like, hey, wow. The same way I said to them that one day you look me in the face, God forbid to everybody here. But one day you look me in the face and say that you've done nothing for me. When I said that, one of the people said, oh, how, how can we ever say that same person that said it is is the same person that said it. <laughs> the person who thought that he would take out the person holding the gun is the one that fired. <laughs> God says, oh, how can you find a gun? Hold it, let me show you how to shoot. <laughs> Jonathan, never think or let pride come into your heart to think that any fall is above you. The only thing that keeps you here is the grace of God. There's nothing special about you. Trust me. Trust me. You are not better than Judas. Mm-hmm. Some of you would have done well. it's the grace of God that has made you Even born in this century. (laughs) Can you imagine your Mm -hmm. carpenter in your area? His son comes and says, I'm the son of God. (laughs) Some of you can't even stand obeying him. No, true. What has obeying him done, right, compared to the things that Jesus was doing? Let's just be frank for a moment. I'm not here to say he's right or he's wrong or anything, but I'm just saying if it comes to crazy things and crazy statements, what's him doing compared to what Jesus did? <laughs> he ain't got nothing on him. Do you understand? Somebody is blind and Jesus oh, <laughs> then he does this and puts it on the person's side. What do you see? I still know they see. they see this thing. Wow. People like trees. <laughs> Do you <laughs> then the blind are where they go, boss. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about it? I'll, I'll bring down the, the temple. Then they say somebody's dead. Jesus, oh, he's only sleeping. The person starts to smell in the room. Jesus still hasn't gone. Wait four days, you know, four days. No brushing, Jesus. when you put a dead body in a coffin uh, and it even stays there for too long it starts to smell that's even after they've taken out the organs and everything has been stopped and now it's just the body in the coffin if you leave it there for too just they eat uh, and these days they have much. Jesus time no they use herbs. they still use the herbs today Do you understand? Four days. Four, do you know what it takes to resurrect a body after four days? Some of you, as soon as the body dies, like, you see the way the body is swollen. It die, it die, die. He die? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you resurrect a people, boy die. <laughs> do you understand? But four days, Jesus is still going about his things like an ordinary person. Then because of this, can you imagine if they tell you God forbid somebody you love passes away. Then your pastor says, leave the person in the room. Oh, I'll come. For, after the second day, your area people will start telling you I'm oh, mad. Because his body was left in his room. Then they took it to a tomb. And then he can't say, open break the car. break must break the floor. Remove the coffin out. Who will listen to their pastor what has, what is Obinim doing that Jesus did not do crazier than I'm, I'm even getting worked up. when I say that you you would have been worse, if I would have been. If not, I would be the one holding the nail, <laughs> pushing it. I might even stand on it. I you maybe know, you'll be standing in the corner throwing the stone. no. no so we have, we have back. The one, I always say this Muhammad that, uh, that uh, Captain to Muhammad I was stone. I said that, the difference between the people that have stolen from that are not there. <laughs> That's the truth. How many of you have had some good stolen from you before? How many of you have thief today, Para all those things you were able to talk? That one said small. It's not sweet. Do you understand? So, some of the things, the only difference is... So don't make the mistake to think when we are talking about these questions that it's above me, I'm so grateful. Oh, uh, these things will never be my issue. Minus me. I mean, minus me. me. So you better pray. When we say we are praying for this and you feel proud, so, you know, let the, they, these are the unbelief. They have to pray about it. me. I'm, ah. I've been in the pa the, people, o, pa you know. the way me the you day that like these are the far people. Let them be like if, who will hurt you if not the person close to you? Who is ever hurt because their enemy has hurt them? Like, oh, enemy, I can't believe you did this and with you. With of you of all people have watched me and done this, my enemy. <laughs> Do <Daniel> <laughs> you understand? The shock is always when it's somebody that is close. So we'll never think you are about that. So as you are praying, I'm also praying. So as one day, I also stand in the way we are close. Now you become my enemy. Do you understand? I'll be telling people that uh, uh, you owe me money. Somebody that you have sat down and eaten with. See, Jesus sat down with Judas. So. He said the same person who put his hand in a bowl with you is the same one that you have shame That's how close they were so we are about to pray. I want you to understand what we are praying about. Is that these thing that we are saying, now we can stand and we pray from beginning to end. It's not a problem, but we actually take the time to explain so that you know what we are praying about and that is what brings the result. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god so we sit down we open up the word of god so that when we pray we know what we are standing on that's where it's not that i have some special double tapping triple anointing that when we sit down we pray it's the word of god hallelujah so we are going to pray like i said as we are praying i want you to think tell the holy spirit when the holy spirit comes to remind you of all things To remind you there's somebody that you have been ungrateful to. Somebody that you have taken for granted. Somebody that you have even forgotten. I cannot lie to you. As I said, I even remember my kindergarten teacher. And I pray after the question there. My unrighteousness is great. I don't even remember what they look like. (laughs) Do you understand? But just people that have been good to you. People that have been a blessing. I want us to just begin to pray right now. Just ask the Holy Spirit to remind you. Understand. Ask the Holy Spirit to remind you. Pray. Pray for that grace. It's not something to take for granted. It is life and death.